Welcome back to Athlete Maestro, guys, where we know your career will not build itself, which is why we provide weekly lessons for young athletes. This is episode 301. Always have a passion for your sport. Nothing beats hard work and master the art of visualization. She's regarded as the fastest woman ever in the 100 meters and 200 meters events. She set the world record at those events in 1988 and the records still stand till this day. Today on the show, guys, American Sprint star Florence Griffith Joyner. Flo Joe, as she was popularly called, was an American sprinter who specialized in 100 meters and 200 meters events. Unfortunately, she lost her life in 1988 at just the age of 38 due to epileptic seizures. At a very young age, she took interest in track and field, competing on the weekends at events organized by the Sugar Ray Robinson Foundation. And by the age of 14, she won the Jesse Owens National Youth Games two years in a row by the time she was leaving high school she set the high school records for sprinting and long jump not bad for an up-and-coming young lady during her first year in college at the california state university at Northridge, she won the national championships with the track team due to her family and also financial challenges that she suffered at the time flojo had to stop college at some point uh, to get a job so that she could support her family a coach at the time bob kessie got her financial aid so that she could return to college only this time at ucla she missed out on qualification to the 1980 olympic games although the united states boycotted the event and decided not to participate four years later guys in 1984 she won the silver medal at the 200 meters event after the 1984 Olympics, she became a part-time athlete, sparingly racing while she worked at the bank to provide money for herself and her family. 1988, guys, was a crowning moment. During the United States trial, she set the world record for the 100 meters with a time of 10.49 seconds, which still stands till this day. At the Olympics proper in 1988, she won gold in the 100 meters and also won gold in the 200 meters as well. In the 200 meters, she set the world record at 21.34 seconds. That record also still stands to this day. She also won gold in the 4x100 meters relay event. In 1995, the United States track and field inducted her into the Hall of Fame. Today, she is your mentor, guys. And very quickly, there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Flojo. Now, obviously, everyone knows Usain Bolt. And before Usain Bolt, there was a Safa Power, before Safa Power, there was Maurice Green, before Maurice Green, uh, there was Carl Lewis and Ben Johnson. The list goes on and on as far as the male events go. But you see, when you get to the female events, there's always one name that is at the top of the pinnacle, which many young athletes do not even know about. You know, so everyone knows Camelita Jetta, everyone knows Marion Jones, everyone knows all the female athletes that have tried that have been dominant that have been olympic champions especially the jamaican athletes but that record guys that florence griffith joiner said has not been touched so people always ask you're like 
what's the world record in the 100 meters female event and people are like you know nobody knows probably it's marion jones it's actually not marion jones it's florence gifford john and that shows you how good she was the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from her is always have a passion for your sports and the reason guys i want to share this with you is that you see no matter the difficulties that you experience in sports and no matter the tough times that you go through no matter how things are shaping up for you you see once you're passionate about the sport you have the ability to overcome every single challenge that you're going to face at any given point in time now of course if you listen to the intro i shared with you that she was an athlete she went to college well, you see because of financial challenges she had to drop out of college and go and work so that she could support herself and her family guess what that didn't stop her from returning to the sport now after the 1984 olympic games as well now you have to remember that sports in those days was not a big phenomenon that it is now you know you can't command the fees that you command now back in those days so usually they always relied on sponsorships but because you can rely on sponsorships and endorsements and all of those things you had to have gotten to a certain level so after the 1984 olympic games things were tough for her as well she became a part-time athlete and went to work in a bank while she was still training as well you know trying to juggle both and do both at the same time guys if you are not passionate about your sport there is no way that you're going to overcome challenges when things happen when things go wrong you are not going to be in the state of mind to continue because you're not even enjoying it anyway now let me paint this guys for the video game gurus that are out there and i'm sure many of you young athletes are going to be video game gurus guess what if you're playing a game say you're playing against computer or maybe you're playing against your uh, fellow video game guru so you're playing fifa you're playing pes whichever one it is that you're playing how many times guys have you lost and you have decided that you are never ever going to play video games again I can count on one finger it's absolutely zero because what you're going to do is that you're going to take some time off you're going to be upset you're going to be angry probably you lost some money in the process whatever it is you're going to return again to start off where you left off so you're going to call that friend again and say hey are you free this weekend now of course uh, this happened to me a lot of times as well you know where friends come over to play you know i win they win uh, we get upset people are angry uh, maybe they had all the chances during the game then you win by one goal to nil Here's the point, guys. Passion is key in sports. If you're not passionate about what you do, you're going to find it very, very difficult to keep going through the storm when things go wrong. And that is what you must understand, guys. And what I want you to do, guys, is reconnect with the passion you have for your sport. When you started playing your sport at the age of four, at the age of five, at the age of six, when there were no pressures, when there were no expectations on you yet, you enjoyed it. You loved it. I want you to reconnect with that part of the sport. So just sweet yourself, save yourself in your mind over this week, over the weekend, and just ask yourself, why did I get involved in my sport? Why did I start playing my sport? And try to enjoy it again the way you enjoyed it when you were a kid, when you were growing up. That is the only way, guys, that you're going to be able to trudge through when difficult times come because you love it you don't mind because you love it you are going to keep going regardless so that those solutions can then come for you to keep going florence giffen joiner of course she had difficult moments in sports she had to step away then she had injuries financial challenges so many things but guess what she always returned because there was a passion element to it that's the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from her number two guys is nothing beats hard work nothing beats hard work now at this point a flojo herself says Hard work determines how far you will get in life. Nothing beats hard work. I got the medals to prove it. Now, this is very, very simple, guys. You see, in the midst of all the difficulties that she was having in terms of sports, financially, staying the course and all of those things. You see, when she eventually came back and she started training again, a coach at the time, Bob Kersey, she could only afford to work with Bob 
two times a week. Now, two out of seven days, she could only afford to work with him only two times. Now, you see, the person she was seeing at the time, Al Joyner, who also was an Olympian as well, participated in the Olympics, won medals. She would train with him three times in the week to complement the two times that she was training with bob kersey so two plus three gives you five so out of the week she was training five times a week she found a way to put in the work because she knew that without that work guys you are not going to get anywhere so what's the message what do i want you to learn from this guys yes reconnect with the passion side of things so that you begin to enjoy playing the sport again but you see in terms of you putting in the work many of you have heard the ten thousand hour rule which is the number of hours that you need to put in to be a master add anything of course that same thing would apply to sport now of course it might not necessarily be 10,000 hours per se per se but it epitomizes the hard work that you need to put in now there is i want to draw a comparison quickly to people that say a work smart as opposed to working hard you see that would apply to business that would apply to entrepreneurship that would apply to many other facets of life but you see when it comes to sports there is nothing smart about the work if it is not hard and that's why you always hear hard work based talent when talent doesn't work hard you cannot guys escape the hard work element to it if you're going to be successful in sports so that hard work must be there so what's your daily routine like what are things you're doing on a daily basis i created a free guide for you athletemashu.com forward slash daily routine so that you can set up your day the right way so what's your week looking like how many times a week are you training how many hours in a day are you training so that when you calculate all that through the week you have a number of hours that you're training every single week which you're accumulating which is heading you towards that mastery part of things guys hard work is essentially key nothing beats hard work you see all these guys with the record you see all these guys with all these things that they've accumulated nothing is going to beat that hard work guys that's the second lesson that i want you to learn from flojo and the final lesson guys is master the art of visualization we're going to be doing this uh, a lot this week where we just try to look at a little bit of uh, visualization stuff so that uh, you get to understand why it's important how it's important now on this particular point Flojo says, every day at practice, I visualize myself at the Olympics crossing the finish line. I can actually see the race in my mind. And when my body is in pain, I tell myself it's healing and feeling better because I found that I can accomplish much more if my body, mind and spirit are working together than if they are separate. What is visualization, guys? Visualization is the ability for you to see things so clearly in your mind that it's like you are there you see what your mind can see your body can see i was listening to a podcast recently where bob bowman the longtime coach of michael phelps was on and was talking about his book and his training with michael phelps and all that and there was this segment where they talked about visualization and he, he was saying that when michael phelps growing up in preparation for events uh, he would always stick on his mirror in his room not only the races he wanted to race but the times he wanted to race at the end of that season or at the end of that week or that month and guess what guys it was almost to the t that when he went back to check the times that he placed on his mirror they were almost similar so maybe he wanted to swim the butterfly in 47.18 you'll find out that at the end of the day he probably swam it in 47.19 this is the same technique guys that florence griffiths joiner did she would put on a mirror the times that she wanted to run in the 100 meters the time she wanted to run in the 200 meters the time she wanted to run in the 400 meters you see all of that guys it engages your mind it visualizes what you want to do 
and what you want to achieve in sports seeing it as clearly as possible is one of the biggest techniques as an athlete that you will learn i'm going to talk about that more this month so if you have not subscribed to the podcast i want you to subscribe head over to athletemaster.com forward slash subscribe where you can learn how to subscribe to the podcast you have to master the art of visualization guys it is absolutely key and basically what it is is that you become so masterful at it that you can see what you want to do in your races in your events in your sport every single time more or less like your mind connecting to your body so if your mind has seen it as vividly as it can then your body will be able to repeat it on demand much easier than if you had to start the process all over again so you sit down if for example just like Florence give you're into athletics so you imagine yourself on the starting block you close your eyes you can see vividly you imagine the crowd in the stadium what the weather is like what the temperature everything the feel the hair standing on the back of your neck all of those things you imagine the gun going off for you to start the race you imagine yourself in your stride powering down the line if it's the 100 meters if it's the 200 meters you imagine yourself crossing the line you imagine your reaction when you finish crossing the line whether you've won whether you came second whether you came third whichever one it is you imagine all of those things so vividly such that you can then go back into your mind and correct certain things so okay i didn't like the way that i was powering down the line i didn't like the way my reaction was when i finished the race now remember all of this is in your mind guys but if you can see it so vividly in your mind guess what you can achieve it master guys the art of visualization is exceptionally key i'm going to be looking at more of that this month on athlete master so i don't want you to miss any of those episodes so head over to athletemaster.com forward slash subscribe to learn how to subscribe to the podcast flojo florence griffith joined unfortunately she lost her life uh, sadly uh, through epileptic seizures at just the age of 38 meaning of course uh, that she's not around to bask in everything uh, that she achieved during the course of her career many have tried to get close to that record but they have not been able to break it shelly ann fraser kamelisa jetta marion jones they've all tried guys but flojo's record still stands till this day now of course there were allegations and many things for people trying to smear her name but there was no record ever that she used performance and anti drugs which achieved all those things through dedication and through hard work the real lessons that i want you to learn from her guys is always have a passion for your sport nothing beats hard work master the art of visualization don't forget guys the free guide that i have for you on how to set up your day the right way athletemaster.com forward slash daily routine i also want you to head over to the site you're going to see many other things guys uh, that you can use that you can utilize that will benefit you uh during the course of your career five biggest mistakes that athletes make building your mental toughness and of course uh setting up your day the right way which are exceptionally key also guys i want you to head over to itunes soundcloud subscribe to the podcast just like i said but i also want you to leave a rating and review give us feedback if you've benefited from the podcast in any way if you've learned anything however minute it might be if you've learned it i want to know about it so leave a rating and review on the show and of course if you have any questions whatsoever you can send me a mail toller at athletemaestro.com that's why i'm here i'm here to answer those questions for you so do not hesitate guys to send that email to me i'll catch you on the next episode of the show where of course we'll look at another interesting topic and of course look forward to those visualization things that i'll be discussing this month on the show knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to learn all the lessons you can from flojo today i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day